are listening to 20 for 20 Sports, Stats, and Stories. You're listening in with your host, Chase Glover. Welcome back, everybody. This is the fourth episode of 20 for 20 Sports Stats and Stories hosted by your own Chase Glover. And today we're going to be talking about the top 20 NFL draft picks and steals from the NFL draft overall in the past years. But today we're going to start out with today in sports history. And in 1897, the first ever Boston Marathon, then known as the BAA Road Race, was won by John J. McDermott in 2 hours, 55 minutes, and 10 seconds. The world's oldest annual marathon, inspired by the success of the first marathon of the 1896 Summer Olympics, started on this day, April 19th in 1897. So let's go ahead and get started into our top 20 countdown. Starting off today for our top 20 countdown of the biggest draft steals in the NFL draft. We have number 20 defensive end J.J. Watt out of Wisconsin. As many people know, he was a tight end that turned defensive end uh, late in his Wisconsin career. In 2011, in the first round, he was picked 11th overall by the Houston Texans. It's kind of crazy because the pick before them was the 10th pick by the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they took a quarterback named Blaine Gabbert. For Watt, He's in the midst of a Hall of Fame career. He's kind of injury-prone as of late, but he has 92 sacks so far with five All-Pro Bowl nods, and he's been a three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year. I say the Texans really grabbed a good one right there before he's moved on to the Cardinals this offseason. Number 19 on our list, we have a little quarterback out of Pittsburgh University named Dan Marino. In 1983, in the first round, he went 27th overall to the Miami Dolphins. One of the all-time first-round value picks, Marino threw for well over 61,000 yards and 420 touchdowns. He was a nine-time Pro Bowl passer. He was a three-time All-Pro and was the 1984 NFL MVP. And you're probably questioning yourself, why is he not higher on this list? He never won a Super Bowl in his career. A killer part of the criteria to being a quarterback and being on the top 20 NFL draft pick list for me is winning that Super Bowl. He slid late into the first round, but Miami picked up a great one. And one of the best quarterbacks of all time would have been even better if he could have won a Super Bowl. Number 18 on our list, we have a wide receiver out of a very, very small school just north here of Florence, Alabama, UT Chattanooga. 1996, he came out in the third round, 89th pick overall to San Francisco as wide receiver Terrell Owens. The 89th pick who went on to be a Hall of Famer after catching 1,078 passes for almost 16,000 yards, 153 touchdowns. So he's not in my top 10 right now. He was so great for San Francisco, but two of his six Pro Bowl nods and two of his five All-Pro honors came with other teams besides San Francisco. 
The last seven years of his career were spent with Philadelphia, Dallas, Buffalo, and Cincinnati. And he always made a statement wherever he went. Number 17 on my list is probably one of the best tight ends of all time out of the University of California is tight end Tony Gonzalez. 1997, he was a first-rounder and the 13th pick overall by the Kansas City Chiefs. You had a pretty good career, you know, when Jerry Rice is the only guy who caught more passes. The 14-time Pro Bowler, 16-time All-Pro Hall of Famer came up with a few amazing years with Atlanta. He didn't fade or slip even into his late 30s, finishing with 1,325 catches for 15,127 yards and 111 touchdowns. Only reason he's not even into my top 10 either, along with being this 13th pick, is was because his last five seasons were with the Falcons instead of his original team, the Kansas City Chiefs. Number 16 on our list, one of my favorite safeties of all time. In 1981, he was a first-rounder. He was eighth overall to San Francisco. You might see a trend here. It's Ronnie Lott of the University of Southern California. It's real, it's real tough to try and get a good player at eight, but there were some big misses before Ronnie Lott went off the board. Welcome to Green Bay quarterback Rich Campbell. And there were also some other huge mistakes soon after he went. Try this on for an all-time draft season for the defensive side. Linebackers Lawrence Taylor, Mike Singletary, Ricky Jackson, Howie Long, and Dexter Manley for the line, and Lott, Dennis Smith, Kenny Easley, and Hanford Dixon for the secondary. Only Taylor and Singletary were named to the All-Pro team more than Ronnie Lott himself, a six-time honoree. Down to 15 on our list, we have a little-known quarterback out of the University of California himself. It's Aaron Rodgers, who is still in the league today with the same team that drafted him in 2005 at the 24th pick overall. It's the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers. It's hard for a quarterback to be named first-team All-Pro. Rodgers is a three-time NFL MVP, and he's just a three-time All-Pro. However, he's an eight-time Pro Bowl producer with a Super Bowl win and close to 43,000 yards with 338 touchdowns. The pick worked out fine after a run of Travis Johnson, David, David Polak, Aramis James, Alex Barron, Marcus Spears, Matt Jones, Mark Clayton, and Fabian Washington. Aaron Rodgers is still one of the best quarterbacks up to date in the league for the Green Bay Packers, leading them to the NFC Championship this past season. Number 14 on our list, cornerback Rod Woodson out of Purdue University. In 1987, he was a 10th overall pick to the Pittsburgh Steelers. It seems extremely obvious at this moment, but the pick of Woodson was a great one considering the 1987 class was extremely loaded with bust. How mediocre was it? Woodson was the only Hall of Famer from this year, and he was the 1993 Defensive Player of the Year. He was a five-time all-pro for Pittsburgh and a seven-time Pro Bowler before keeping it all going to Baltimore later in his career. Number 13 on our list, another safety. It's Ed Reed out of the U, Miami University, 2002. He was a first-rounder, 24th pick overall to the Baltimore Ravens. There was a time when safeties weren't valued 
all that highly. Reed might have been an all-time college great at Miami, but he slid all the way to the 24th spot in the first round. They, the eight players taken before him combined for a grand total of zero all-pro nods and one Pro Bowl. And 25 of the next 28 picks fell to make a Pro Bowl it themselves. All the 2004 NFL Defensive Player of the Year did was finish his career with 643 tackles and 64 interceptions as a five-time All-Pro and a nine-time Pro Bowler. Down to 12, it's running back Emmett Smith at the University of Florida. 1990, he was a first-rounder, 17th pick overall to the Dallas Cowboys. Supposedly too small and too slow, he slipped after a run of seven players who combined to start for 31 seasons. The NFL's all-time leading rusher gets a pass for being named a first-team All-Pro only four times. He made up for it with 18,355 yards and 164 rushing scores, eight Pro Bowls, three Super Bowls, and the 1993 NFL MVP. How cold did Jimmy Johnson nail this pick at 17, especially considering the running backs who went soon after? Two spots later, Darrell Thompson went to Green Bay. Three spots later, Steve Broussard went to Atlanta. Rodney Hampton wasn't bad, and Dexter Carter went in the first round as well. Number 11 on our list, it's offensive tackle Larry Allen out of Sonoma State. Another Dallas Cowboys pick, but this time in the second round of the 1994 draft at the 46th pick overall. One of the best stars on the team, full of megawatts, all-time personalities and players. Allen was one of the greatest power blockers of all time, at least for a six-year run, with six straight All-Pro seasons and 11 Pro Bowl seasons overall. You want to value at 46, the next 41 players drafted after him combined for only two Pro Bowl appearances. Finally, into our top 10, we have linebacker Mike Singletary out of Baylor. In 1981, he was put right into the Chicago Bears defense, second round, 38th overall. It seems kind of crazy at this moment, but one of the college football's greatest tacklers slid all the way to the 38th pick, taking one spot after Chris Collinsworth. It wasn't a bad round for value with Howie Long taking with the 48th and Ricky Jackson going with the 51st pick. Singletary was a bit more decorated with seven All-Pro seasons, 10 Pro Bowls, and the 1985 and 1988 NFL Defensive Player of the Year honors in his 12-year run with the Bears. Number nine on our list, we have another offensive tackle, Forrest Gregg out of SMU. And this one goes all the way back to 1956, another second rounder at 20th overall. And yes, it was a little more wonky back in the 50s, but he went to the Green Bay Packers. He was under 250 pounds, but Gregg was one of the nastiest and toughest run blockers in the history of the NFL. There might have even been a whole slew of stars on the Packers team of the 1960s, but Gregg was a key cog with seven straight All-Pro seasons. Eight overall in his career and nine Pro Bowl campaigns. The draft was hardly a thing back in 1956, but for what it's worth, the next three players selected after Greg combined to start 54 games. Eighth on our list is center Mike Webster out of Wisconsin. In 1974, he was a fifth rounder, 125th overall selection of Pittsburgh. 
The Pittsburgh Steelers 1974 draft was epic with four Hall of Famers, and a key part of it was the value of getting a 15-year starting center in the fifth round. Before finishing his career at Kansas City, Webster went to nine Pro Bowls and was a five-time All-Pro. A rock, and it took two years to get up to speed, and then he missed just 12 games over the next 14 years. How huge was this pick in the fifth round? The next 42 picks combined to play only 29 seasons, and four of the five players selected before Webster never even played. Seventh overall, it's linebacker Bobby Bell out of Minnesota. 1963, my apologies. Seventh round, 56 overall to the Kansas City Chiefs. There, there are later round value picks, and there's getting a 12-year Hall of Fame defensive star in the seventh round. Granted, the AFL draft was way different, but most of these players selected by the league after Bell. The draft went 29 rounds, never played. He was the 56 overall pick, but still, he was a relatively late pick for the time who was a six-time All-Pro and a nine-time Pro Bowl performer. Number six on our list, running back Jim Brown out of Syracuse. 1957, a first-round six pick overall to the Cleveland Browns. Paul Hornug, John Arness, John Brody, Ron Kramer, Lynn Dawson, those were the, the five players taken before Brown, and out of that group were two Hall of Famers and a solid longtime starting quarterback in Brody. It's a little hard to sell this idea of Brown being a great value at six, but nine years, eight All-Pro seasons, nine Pro Bowls, four MVPs, the all-time rushing record at the time with 12,312 yards, 106 scores, and the general belief that he might just be the greatest NFL player ever. Into our top five now, it's linebacker Ray Lewis. Just like Ed Reed, he's coming out of the U, Miami University, 1996. First rounder, 26th pick overall to the Baltimore Ravens. 17 years, Lewis was a key player for two Super Bowl champions with a Super Bowl MVP, cranked out seven All-Pro seasons, was a 13-time Pro Bowler, a two-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year, and finished up as one of the greatest tackling linebackers and leaders of all time. Hall of Fame wide receiver Marvin Harrison was selected at the 19th. The next six players selected before the Ravens took Lewis were Daryl Gardner, Pete Kendall, Marcus Jones, Jeff Hardings, Eric Moulds, and Jermaine Mayberry. After Lewis, the next eight picks combined to go to only two Pro Bowls. Number four, it's quarterback Joe Montana out of Notre Dame. 1979, third rounder, 82nd overall to the San Francisco 49ers. Rick Burns and Mike Wellman, they were taken by Tampa Bay and the Los Angeles Rams, respectively. And then San Francisco was up. The next 52 players selected after Joe Montana combined to go to two Pro Bowls, both by St. Louis wide receiver Roy Green. A national champion at the time, Montana was a bit undersized and hardly the prototype when taken by Bill Walsh in the 49ers with the 82nd overall pick. Montana went on to win four Super Bowls, earn a spot on three All-Pro teams, and was named eight Pro Bowls, one with Kansas City. Arguably the greatest quarterback of all time until that Brady guy came along. Montana was a two-time NFL MVP, a three-time Super Bowl MVP, and was forever known as the one who put the West Coast offense into hyperdrive.
Number three is defensive end Deacon Jones, Mississippi Valley State. In 1961, fourth, 14th round, 186th pick overall to the loss to Los Angeles. Well, that's not bad. The Rams did was get the godfather of the pass rush in the head slap with 186 overall selection. Jones rewarded the face with an 11-year career in L.A. with five straight all-pro seasons and seven straight Pro Bowls. There was a whole lot of good players in this 1961 draft. Five ended up in the Hall of Fame. However, just 26 of the 96 players taken after Jones ever got on the field. Another product of Mississippi Valley State at our number two spot is wide receiver Jerry Rice. 1985, a first-rounder, 16th pick overall to the San Francisco 49ers. Ethan Horton, the North Carolina tight end, went with the 15th pick in the 1985 NFL Draft. The New York Jets took Wisconsin wide receiver Al Toon with the 10th, and Cincinnati selected Miami speedster Eddie Brown at the 13th. There, the 16th was Jerry Rice, a statistical superstar from the high-octane Mississippi Valley State passing game. The numbers are still mind-boggling. In his 16 years at San Francisco, Rice caught 1,549 passes for 22,895 yards and 197 touchdowns. He was named to 10 All-Pro teams in the 11 seasons, went to 11 straight Pro Bowls and 12 in all in the Niner offense. With that 16th pick, San Francisco got the 1987 NFL MVP, 88 Super Bowl MVP, a two-time NFL Offensive Player of the Year, and arguably the greatest wide receiver to ever play the game. Last on our list, who can you guess was the best NFL draft steal of all time? That's going to be a quarterback out of Michigan. In the sixth round of the 2000 NFL Draft, 199th pick overall to the New England Patriots, you guess it, is Tom Brady. It's the all-timer of a trivia question. Who went 198th? It was Iowa defensive back turned scouting star Matt Bowen. Eight of the next nine players taken after 199 played in five games or fewer, and only San Francisco tight end turned long snapper Brian Jennings, taken in the seventh round, managed to go to a Pro Bowl out of the 55 remaining picks after 199. It's okay to say it, the New England Patriots came up with the biggest dumb luck draft pick of all time, and it will forever be the one that gives NFL draft diehards a reason to watch until the end of it and dream them possible to come true. In terms of value, talent, and production, the Patriots hit the all-time jackpot, 70,514 yards, 517 touchdowns, six Super Bowls, four Super Bowl MVPs, three NFL MVPs, three All-Pro honors, and 14 Pro Bowl selections. As long as there is an NFL, it will always be the greatest draft pick of all time. If it isn't, wow. I'd like to thank all you guys for tuning in to episode four of 20 for 20 Sports Stats and Stories hosted by myself, Chase Glover. Today we did the NFL Draft's biggest steals ever. We ended up with Tom Brady. I hope you liked it and like how it went. I hope you agree with some. If you don't, reach out to my social medias on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, and LinkedIn, 20 for 20 SSS. That's how you can find us. Reach out there. Let it, let me know your comments. Message me. DM me. I'd love to hear back from you. You can find my podcast on Anchor and other supporting sites. I would love to hear back from you and hope you tune into this next one. For this episode four of 20 for 20 Sports Stats and Stories, this is Chase Glover sounding out.
This is your host, Chase Glover. I want to thank all of you for listening to 20 for 20 Sports, Stats, and Stories. You can find my podcast on our website, our social media. You can even find it on other podcast forms, just like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud.